Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. Now, out of us, who do you think be the killer? Um, you okay? <laughs> should on. I be worried? <laughs> you should be worried. And it's Halloween. It's beginning of Halloween. Did you know that the veil is very thin right now? If you want to know about spirits and how to connect, we have a real psychic on the show. Psychic medium, Patricia. She's the best. So cool. To get it going, though, why do you want to be scared so badly, Nira? Love it. You and all the people that love to be scared, there's something wrong with you and science knows what it is. Virgin Radio. Why do you want to and why do you like being scared so badly? I had to Google this because of you, Nira. Okay. It's Halloween, but year-round, all year, there's nobody I know who likes being scared more than you. I love it. Like, she wants you to be waiting in a bathroom stall in the dark and <laughs> kick the door in and just scare the crap out of her. Like, that would she, that would make her whole day. I have this obsession with being scared. And Halloween is one of my favorite times of the year. And I get really upset because Halloween, before our children, used to be about me. Mm. Really, it was about me. Yeah, they ruined most things. I had a system. <laughs> I had a system with how many scary movies I watch, when I watch them. Mm. All the uh, Gary and I, my husband and I, would go to all the scary stuff all around the Lower Mainland because I loved getting freaked out. Mm-hmm. But now, then children come, and it's hardly, it's hardly about me anymore. It's about them, obviously. Okay, yeah, right. So, where do I get my scare time? Science knows why you and other people choose to go to things like that. Whatever you went to on Friday night. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I went to the haunted experience, the haunted corn maze at Mon Farms in Abbotsford. Yeah. yeah. I went to that on Friday night with my girlfriends. And that's when yeah. my voice a little bit off because I screamed my butt off. I, I, yeah. I, was, I, was chased, I was being chased by the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Well, number one, why people like being scared? It turns them on. <laughs> it turns them on. I believe it. They say it's something about, it's just like, yeah, it just gets you going. It gets the juices flowing. Yeah. And whoever you're with and you share that scary experience with, you have a different connection. Yeah. So watch out. <laughs> um, it's also a test. Being scared is a test. People who love the feeling of getting the crap scared out of them are testing themselves to see how much they can handle. Interesting. Whether you know uh, it or not, it's like a subconscious thing. I was going to say, because I have been... a not addicted, but yeah, sort of. Yeah. Been obsessed with being scared since I was like seven years old. Mm-hmm. It's also like a pre-coping tool that your subconscious does to see what you would do in an actual terrifying situation. Okay. Like it's like it's like a safe way for your body to sort of play it out in your mind. Be like, say I was being chased by a guy who had a yeah. giant knife and was running after me. What would I do? What would I do? What would it feel like? Would I be okay? Could I survive? It's like you play it over in your head. And the the thing about being scared is uh, when it's your choice, it's like a control thing, right? You can yeah. control. You're in a control situation. So your body reacts very differently. But you can sort of get a taste of it, yeah. but then you can stop it. If it's too much, you can stop the movie. You can leave uh-huh. Mon Farms. You can whatever. I le- I like I actually love that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand why, but I also know how to leave the feeling. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. It's called fight. It, it's not It's not the one that you know. It's fla- fight, flight, or freeze. And it's what your body does when okay. you're in an actual terrifying situation. But you get to 
feel what it feels like yeah. when you're getting scared, yeah. but, but you control it. I'm a, I'm a flighter. Fight, flight, or freeze? I'm a flight. You run. I, I know how Fly. to run. I had a girlfriend yeah. who was freezing, and we were yeah. linked, We were, had arms linked, and then she was freezing, and yeah. then we fell into the maze, like into the corn. And into each <laughs> other. I know it. Holly and Nira. Happy spooky season. Here are your favorite morning ghosts, Holly and Nira, on 94.5 Virgin Radio. Okay, which celebrity wins her best costume over the weekend? Because celebrities, they're just like us. They went out for costume, for costume parties, Halloween parties, everything this past weekend. So, of course, everybody's talking about the best costumes. We posted a couple of them up. One of the big ones that everybody loved, Lizzo, dressed up as Marge Simpson. Mm. Looks absolutely amazing. Put in so much work for that. I mean, she is orange from head to toe. I think it's yellow. I think, well, whatever. <laughs> I think it's yellow. Like, it's, whatever. Well, it's not yellow, but it's not orange. It's in between. Okay. Are they full I don't orange? want to fight about this right now, <laughs> okay. but they're definitely Anyways. yellow. Okay. 100% yellow. All right. So anyway, she's Marge Simpson. <laughs> okay. And then Kendall Jenner was Jessie, you know, from one of the Toy Stories. Oh, Toy yeah, looks cute. like Jessie. Kim Kardashian, Mystique, you know, who's blue from top to bottom. Blue. No, the, no, the blue. But, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, wait. But the winner is Diddy. Mm-hmm. Dressed as the Joker from the Dark Knight Heath Ledger version. Okay. Okay. That's a bold costume. Very bold, <laughs> but honestly, the best. Now, he won best costume. Everybody, hands down, was like, his was so good, so creepy, it's so amazing. But then, all of a sudden, people are like, well, how relevant is that? <laughs> <sighs> costume relevancy, bro. Okay, well, wait. 2008. Okay. Classic. I don't care. You are an amazing Joker from Dark Knight. That is a costume that lives forever. There's no need for costume relevancy when it comes to the Joker. I feel like there's like classics. And Thank that, you. that's one of them. Thank you. Sean Mendez was Indiana Jones. Did you see him? No. No. Hot. And classic. Hot. Classic. Same. That's there's- what I was thinking. Like there hasn't been a new Indiana Jones movie in a long time since that terrible one with what's his name? But he's oh, classic. Yeah, 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 Shia LaBeouf. So this is the thing. Costume relevancy then mm-hmm. became this hot topic online. Why, why does a costume have to be t- t- a today costume to be good? It doesn't, but you have to pick the right yesterday costume. If you were the Tiger King, no. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, so let me, let me, okay. I went to a costume party on Saturday night. Yeah. I was trying to be from House of Dragon. House of Dragon, so relevant right now. Yes or no? Yeah, that's the new spinoff of Game of Thrones. Yes, the prequel. Very, very popular, huge right now. Right, the prequel to Game of Thrones. I loved um, the idea that I was Rhaenyra, because I am Nera in mm-hmm. real life, so I was Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. But everywhere I went in this costume party, I would say 80% of people thought I was Daenerys from well, Game of Thrones. They're from the same house. They're from the same house, and I let it all go. I'm like, I'm either, yeah, I'm, I'm Daenerys, I'm Mother of Dragons, or I'm Rhaenyra for the people who are mm-hmm. current and relevant. I've got dragon blood. Were you yelling that? Yeah, I've, either got way, dragon I've got dragon blood. blood. <laughs> That's good. I was carrying around a baby dragon with me. It was great. Okay. All right? <laughs> a real one? It's amazing. Yeah. No, but you, you know, for the costume. For you. But think about that. What was yeah. relevant? House of Dragon is relevant, yeah. but what had more power? Daenerys, Mother yeah. of Dragons. Yeah. So I... 
uh, as as someone who's trying to be current and relevant, it wasn't as cool as people thinking I was Daenerys. Yeah, because if I thought you were Daenerys, I'd be like, she's used this costume before when Game of Thrones was still on and it right. was big and she's just reusing it, which is like totally fair. Everyone's broke right now. Who cares? Yeah. But the fact that you were being Rhaenyra from the new House of Dragon. Yes. That is impressive, but it's not big enough. Almost. Yeah, you kind Whoa. of... Whoa. Yeah. It's no. big though, but it's yeah, so current. But it's it's so relevant. not big enough. Are you... House of Dragon is huge. Yeah, it's getting there. But not everybody's seen it like Game of Thrones. It's not Game of Thrones level. But, it's not Daenerys. But I got more points for being Daenerys is what I'm trying to say. But because I thought it I was would, a bigger show. But I thought I'd be current with Rhaenyra. Okay, next year, be Rhaenyra again. Because I feel, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I feel like this is going to be one of those shows that like not everybody's binged it yet. Okay. But, but then, then it's going to happen and then season two is going to come and it's going to be on. But then if I be Rhaenyra next year and people yeah. saw my pictures from this year, then yeah. they're really going to be like, she's being lazy. And I do not want to be called lazy for Halloween. You could switch your dress. Cancel Instagram. <laughs> Cancel Instagram. Yeah, get off right now. Holly and Nira. And now, the biz with Nira. Huge losses continue for Kanye West. Giant warnings from his financial team. That's today's top biz story. Kanye West could be facing financial crisis within months, they say. Um, it's kind of a bit of a catastrophe for him and his finances, according to the experts who are on his team that he's not listening to. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that a lot of the money that he was getting was from his big deals. He has these giant companies that he was working with. For example, Adidas, he had a massive deal with them. Gap, he had a massive deal with them. His music catalog. But now with everything that has been going on as of recent and the boycott of Kanye from these companies, he can't keep up with the expenses versus what was coming in. Mm. And that's where he was projected to become a billionaire. And I don't know if you remember this from the biz last week. I told you that Forbes took that away from him as well, that he is no longer at a billionaire status with the demise of all these projects and all these partnerships that he did have. Worried for him. Yeah, it's actually very sad. The whole thing from so many different angles. What he's saying is absolutely sad and disgusting. Um, But... It's also hard because we know he has mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So where where are we where do we draw the line? Oh, where is he drawing the line? Mm-hmm. Where's people around him? They say he's not listening to anybody. If he's not taking his medication and you can't force someone to take their medication, what happens in this situation? You know, we had a caller last week bring up a very interesting point of view. He called and said, "How come when Britney Spears was in a bad place, her people stepped in and put her in a conservatorship? Why is this not an option for Kanye?" I know. And Maybe now he's just is. losing everything. And so I'm saying, like, if it's to protect him, I don't know. I don't know either. I feel so bad for his children mm-hmm. as well. Thank him. That's just, like that's their dad, it's their yeah. father. You know, uh, Taylor Swift's "Midnights" broke 73 records. It's me. It's a good problem, Taylor. Mm. Taylor says Midnight sold nearly 1.6 million copies in its first week. Obviously, debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. I told you last week that it had the most streams of any new album, uh, I think, in less than a 24-hour period. She probably beat one of her other records, I think I had read. So we told you about that in the biz last week, but they're saying even more information has come through. Midnight's is the number one album, like I said, on the Billboard 200, but it also broke 73 records around the world. It's number one on Instagram stories too. Like if you need to add a song, yeah, 
Tay Tay. Everybody's adding Tay Tay. It made Taylor the only artist to have five albums debut with more than a million units sold in the first week. Okay, so she's just breaking records. Um, also sold 575,000 copies on vinyl, which is the largest week for any album since 1991. Wow. For vinyl. Cool. Like, what is happening? Uh, she's just setting records, uh, breaking records, and just doing, being Taylor and the Swifties are loving it. So when's she going to announce it? When is she going to announce it? That she's pregnant? No, the tour. Oh, oh yeah. We It's November. I told you. it's gonna. She's going to announce it in November. Wait, do you know she's having a baby? Is she pregnant? No, I thought you were trying to, like, that's what I thought you were kind of hinting at. But we already told you she's going to announce the tour in November. Okay. And it's going to probably, you know, whatever happen next year. Uh, but her and Joe Allen are going strong. I would not be surprised if they're going to be in baby I land. would be. Really? I don't think she's ever going to have any babies. No. Nah, no, no she's no. going to have babies. She's got her cats and her guitar. And she's Five happy bucks. here. I'll leave her alone. Five bucks. Five bucks that Taylor Swift is going to have babies? Oh, yeah. This is sure. a screwed up bet. <laughs> P.S. And I'll take it. Right. Nope. You want to hear a really cool story? Okay. When Julia Roberts was born, Julia Roberts. Okay. When Julia Roberts was born, Dr. Martin Luther King paid the hospital bill. What? Yes. When Julia Roberts was born, the hospital bill was paid by Dr. Mar- by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife. So the Kings paid for Julia Roberts' hospital bills for her parents. Julia's parents ran a theater school in Atlanta. They were the only ones who would let the King's children enroll in the 1960s. Oh my God. Because there was still all the segregation right. stuff that was happening. And Julia Roberts' parents were just, they're like, yeah, of course your children's your children can join our theater school. But they're the only ones who said yes. Wow. They were the only ones who let uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's children into their school. And it was the 60s. And they supported them. They became really good friends. But then they were going through hardship, financial hardship. And when Julia Roberts was born, they didn't have the money to pay for the hospital bills for the, you know, for... Yeah, the, having a baby. For having a baby. So the kings paid for it. Wow. Yeah. What Why? A, what? Yeah, a super cool story. What a I'm connection. I'm always shocked by these. Like, it's so... What? Now we're hearing about this? I know. What a connection, right? What else do you know, Julia Roberts? You should just be saying, what a beautiful story. Sure. Why are you getting all paranoid? Okay. (laughs) I'm Nira, and that's The Biz. You can always catch up on more Biz Stories on the iHeartRadio app. It's a nightmare on Robson Street. You're waking up with regular morning zombies. Holly and Nira. 94.5 Virgin Radio. Yes, it's Halloween, also known as Hollow's Eve. We have a very special guest in the studio. To talk to us about how the portal is actually technically open today. Patricia, metaphysical practitioner, tarot reader, clairvoyant, and spiritualist medium. Yes, and she's a friend of our show. We've had Patricia in many times. Patricia, did you know we were going to call you back for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that I sensed it. I knew it, yeah, Patricia. Right? Right? Yes. Okay. Get right close to that mic. Well, thank you so much for waking up and uh, coming in studio with us this morning. Readings by Patricia.com. Now it is Halloween and Nira gets very excited around this time of the year, Patricia, because the portal is open. Mm-hmm. This is, is this true? This is true. Yes. And Tell what us do, what the does meaning. That mean? yeah. yeah. Well, it's just the veil is thinning. Wow. I guess that's one way of explaining it. Wow. It's it's probably maybe astrologically too um, a time where the uh, connections between the the fairies, the spirit worlds, the energy beings that 
you know, are positive, there are some negative as well, are able to get through far easier now than before. So would you say that today could be one of those days where you may have feelings and you're not sure what they are? You might feel like some kind of a pulling mechanism, but you're not sure where it's coming from. Could it be that someone's trying to send you a message from the other side? Definitely. Okay. When it comes to a message from the other side, how are they delivered to us mere mortals? Yeah, it, it's usually through sleep, through the mechanism of sleep. Okay. And that is uh, probably the most user-friendly method. User-friendly. Because yeah, you're totally relaxed, you're in the subconscious, and you're, you're better able to receive these messages. Okay. We have Patricia with us, a spiritual... A spiritualistic medium in many other parts of your title as well. But the reason we wanted to call you in today is because, you know, like you said, the veil is thinning. Today is Halloween. People are going to be out there. Where, how, what? If you feel that someone out there does want to send you a message, what besides sleep is a, is a, a good way to invite the white light? A safe way. A yeah. safe way. <laughs> the best way is through meditation, which is prayer. And that is connecting with the divine source, the divine intelligence. And call on the the, um, helpers from the other side that do serve the light realms, the realms of light. I heard you mention the Game of Thrones. Yes. Which is a favorite of mine as well. Yes. So uh, thinking about the deceased person in a loving way, sending light and love to that person is probably the safest way to connect. Some people use pictures, photos. Others do it visually. Hmm. Uh, you know, favorite songs, play those. Um, you know, an article of clothing, a piece of jewelry. Through psychometry, you can connect very quickly as well. Hmm. There's uh, a lot of people who uh, love watching horror movies, like myself, scary movies, suspense, thrillers. In these movies, there is so much talk of ghosts and spirits and, you know... Is there a level of accuracy in what we're seeing in these movies and what's actually happening in real life? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two movies that come to mind that accurately depicted what goes on okay. when a person passes. I know when a person passes away. Yeah. One was the old movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi oh, Moore. Okay. Well, oh my. That was very close to really? reality. And the other one is The Lovely Bones with Rona. <gasps> Oh, the lovely bones. Uh, Cersei Ronan. Oh, my gosh. And Mark Wahlberg and um, Rachel Weitz. Yeah. Uh, Those are two that really come to mind. The other thing is the series Ghost Whispers, which was co-written by James Von Prague. Oh, yeah. foremost psychic. Yeah. And I would say that that much of that was based on his own experience. Okay, so Ghost... Uh, the, the lovely, lovely bones, bones, which will make you ball your eyes ghost out as whispers. well. And the ghost yes. whispers. Okay. Okay. Now, what if when you today, you take a moment and you do some meditating and you are going to try because the veil is so thin, the portal is open, mm-hmm. you, you are going to try to contact somebody on the other side. What if while you're doing it, something feels bad and you're getting like an energy of like, this is not, this is, I'm getting a bit creeped out or something. But like, do you, this can, ain't you just, right. can you just quit? Or can you can yeah you just um, you know call on the white light Michael the Archangel the forces of light okay and just uh, encase yourself in in a globe or a sphere of light Mm -hmm. or the other one is 
you know, visualize that you're in a shower and instead of water, there are white shards of light coming in. And then just look down, watch the drain, push all the the negative energies down and then ask for life-giving forces to come back to sort of re-energize you and protect you. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. I also okay, heard salt. Know. Salt is really good too. Yes. Yeah, rub yourself with some salt and take a shower with white light. Yes. According salt to the show good. Supernatural. Oh, Supernatural is another one. No, yeah. how, Thank you. How accurate is the show Supernatural? Because Nira is a massive fan of yeah. these Winchester brothers. I've never seen the show proudly, but she's obsessed. I think it's close. Uh, the few that I've seen do tend to depict the accuracy mm, yeah. of energies coming through. Wow. Definitely. Salt. And filmed in yes. Vancouver. No, and filmed cool. in Vancouver. That is cool. It ran for 15 seasons. I'm currently on season seven. I love it. <laughs> we have Patricia in here with us this morning. She is a, a tarot card reader, a clairvoyant, a spiritualist m- medium. She can do it all. And we want to take a break and then come back and ask you about something that freaks us both out. But people love it. People love it, and it's got it's got huge popularity all over again. But it can be very scary, and everybody needs to learn more about it. Talk about the, talk about the yeah. Do we say it? I don't know the, the Ouija board. The Ouija board. Oh boy. Yes. Okay, take a breath. We'll be back. <laughs> Holly and Nira. It's a monster bash every morning. You're waking up with our resident evil ghouls, Holly and Nira. It's Halloween. Hollow's Eve. The portal is open, according to psychic medium Patricia. She's in with us in-house, in-studio, in-person, right now. You can find out all about her. Readings by Patricia.com. She has been doing this for a mere 40 years. Is that correct, Patricia? Correct. Maybe so, more. So, you know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing. I hope so. And you <laughs> actually, like, it's in your bloodline. Many generations. Oh, really? The psychic ability goes way back. It goes back. So if there, I mean, we've seen Patricia a few times and there are things that Patricia has told me and they have come true. I'm just saying. So if you are interested, like you said, readingsbypatricia.com if you want to check her out. One of the biggest, hottest things that happen around this time of year, no surprise, Patricia, the Ouija board. When we say Ouija board or Ouija board, what kind of feelings does it give you? Well, you know, it's it's interesting because I just saw an ad saying the deadliest game in town. Ooh. Now, the thing that surprises me is that, you know, we see Amazon is plastering, I mean, record, record numbers of sales. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael's has Ouija boards, Walmart. Yes, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, and you wonder what people are thinking. Um, there's Ugh. There's just... A lot of precaution about using it. I'm not a fan. I've never advocated. I, I see more danger than anything. Okay, you're hearing a psychic say it herself. Yes. Is it kind of like um, these like DIY, you know, facelift kits? Like, is it like a leave it to the professional situation, Patricia, when it comes to the Ouija board? Is that what it is? Is it, is it in the wrong hands? Is it that the common person doesn't know how to properly use it or do it or stop it? Or what is it? It's a lack of knowledge of what you're doing. It's like having a party, keeping the doors open, inviting anybody in. <laughs> so, Remember those kinds of parties back in the yeah, day? Exactly. They never ended well. No, they didn't. All right. So let's say it's already a done deal. People have already decided this is what they're doing tonight what can what advice can you give them for sure to have in a situation if this is what they've chosen to do 
if this is what they've chosen, uh, it's it's best not to do it in your own home. That's what I always said. Oh. It's number one. You never do it. In your also, own home, do ever. not ever do it alone. Okay. These are real rules, guys. Yeah. You never do it by yourself. You never do it in your own house because if you invite something, it may then stay and linger stay in your in home forever. House. It can glom on you. <sighs> and you'll be walking around with dark energy. Oh, Lord. Does the Ouija board ever conjure up white light or is it always dark? Uh, you know, this goes way back 1891 when, um, you know, it was developed by Hasbro, I think, as a toy, a talking board, a spirit board, where people want to connect with the other side, the unseen world. And unfortunately, um, seldom do experts like myself, psychic mediums, attend these things because they opt to seances as opposed to that. Mm. Now, what I do is I connect people with... Uh, their dearly departed loved ones in a one-on-one session, which is different. It's protected. It's closed. Um, you You're know, a professional. Yes, <sighs> that's different. Uh, the outcome will be positive. But when you're dabbling with a, a board, you know, and you don't know what you're doing, anything can happen. As yeah. a matter of fact, The Exorcist was based on oh, a true story about yes. a 13-year-old Italian boy who played with the Ouija board. He invited a dark energy and you know the rest is history. You know There's the story. A, an updated Terrifying. version of that now too. It's uh it's the movie it's on Netflix. It's called Veronica. Oh. And uh it's subtitles you probably would need it cuz I believe it's in Spanish, but same thing happened. Ouija board wanted to connect with a loved one. Things went awry. That movie scared the out of me. Yeah. Like seriously, still to this day, the detectives, caseworkers, everyone say it was one of the most scariest crime scene investigations they've ever worked on because Ooh. it was a complete mystery That's right. of what happened. Veronica. Okay. Wow. So don't do the Ouija board alone tonight. Don't do it in your own Just house. Just don't do what I would say. Don't I, do honestly, exactly. I know okay. I know you have that anxiety you want. Yeah. You're, you're curious, curious mm-hmm. but the curiosity is not worth it. I remember playing when I was a kid, but it's not worth it. Yeah. It's it's too scary. You shouldn't even, no, don't even try. But do be open today because the portal is yeah. open. The veil yes. is very thin between us and the other side. Exactly. And, and it can be really cool. It can. And Patricia, there's one thing that you always kind of tell us to do. Lots of candles. Yes. Because candles is, is a symbolism of white light, mm-hmm. good spirits, good energy, yeah. correct? Sure. Yes. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Her website is readingsbypatricia.com. We love having you in and we could have you here for a month. Yeah. Would you like to stay? Love to. <laughs> yes. Happy. Here if I have to. <laughs> and happy Halloween tonight. Yeah, okay. so happy Halloween. Halloween. Thank you. It's time for Holly and Nira's story time. These were the best. Honestly, we got to give props to all the kids 10 years old and younger sent in their stories, their scariest, spookiest, original Halloween stories, 300 words or less. If we read it on air, they got 100 bucks cash. They were all very, very good, and we had a very hard time choosing. So, yes, thank you to every child who wrote a story. We loved them all. We read them all. Yeah, so 100 bucks is yours if we read your story on the air. And this morning, for our final spooky story, it comes from Isla. Isla on the island. From Actually, Victoria. Isla is 10 years old. She's from Victoria. Here's her story. There I was sitting in my grandma's old, old rocking chair. As I rocked back and forth, back and forth, suddenly, creak, rumble, rumble. I get up and thump up the stairs to my grandma's room. The window is smashed. 
Then I realize she's gone. I call the police, but there's no trace of blood, footsteps, fingerprints, none of it. I wait a year. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> she's gone for good. No one knows quite what happened, but I think what happened was it was a crystal clear ghost that dragged her right through the window. What it did to her, no one will ever know. To Grandma? Yeah. What? Yes, Isla. Okay, Isla. You freaky little thing. We yeah. love it. A crystal clear ghost, ghost dragged Gammy right through the window. Bye, bye, Gam Gam. Watch out for the crystal clear <laughs> ghost tonight on Halloween, Isla. Thank you for that. How are we going to see it though? Because it's crystal clear. It's crystal clear. That's the whole point. Congratulations, Isla. You got yourself a hundred bucks. Whether you want to put it for your resp. No, boring. Or you want to get like a candy. No, you want to get candy, or you want a new doll. No, don't get a doll. I feel like that's she's too she's too tapped into the freaky. Oh, like Annabelle. The doll might come alive. Okay, yeah, great. Okay, don't get well, a doll. We really freaked out yeah, the children and dolls. Great. <laughs> great. Holly and Nira. It's a nightmare on Robson Street. You're waking up with regular morning zombies. Holly and Nira. Ninety-four point five Virgin Radio. Are you a switch sleeper? Not a witch sleeper, Nira. Yeah, you like that one? I know you do. <laughs> a switch sleeper, a a.k.a. Switch. can you sleep on either side of the bed? Hmm. Because I can't do it, and my friend is being forced to be a switch sleeper. She's just moved in with her boyfriend. Okay. She's moved into his place. She's moved on to his bed. Okay. Okay, he is not moving. He's like, I always sleep on the right. Mm-hmm. Looking at the bed, he's on the right. Looking at the bed, he's on the right. Okay. Okay. And if you go to her house, looking at the bed, she's on the right. Looking at the bed, she's on the right. Okay. Okay. She always sleeps on the same side. Yeah. Always, always, always. No matter what. They go to a hotel, she's on that side. Mm-hmm. She stays at a friend's house, she's like, I, I need to sleep on this side. And she just does. Mm-hmm. As do I. Mm-hmm. But her boyfriend is like, too bad, honey. You're moving in. You're on that side. Right. She's having a real hard time. The, the fact she's moving into his place, right? Yeah. Didn't she already know this because she's already had so many sleepovers? Like, she what has. were they doing when the sleepovers were happening? She was she was making it work for the sleepover because she thought it was this is just a sleepover. I can of course. I can sleep on this side for tonight or yeah. a couple of nights here and there. But yeah. when we move in together, like yeah. we'll figure it out. I've got to be on that side. But then, okay, so then when she was sleeping over at his house, mm-hmm. she was accommodating for him. When he was sleeping over at her place, yep. was he accommodating for her? He was, but like he didn't like it. Okay. He was like right in her face, like right in her grill. Like he kept trying to move over, like yeah, he yeah. trying to shove her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, I, I'm with her. I cannot switch sides. I am definitely a certain side of the bed person. So when looking at the bed, yep. I have to be on the right side. Yep. Same. Uh, yeah. Same. I'm the right side mm-hmm. because it's the way I lie down when I'm, I like to lie on my side. Same. When I lie on my side, I don't like to face the inside of the bed. I like to face the outside. So that you can open the covers if you get boiling. Is that why? I don't know what it is. My best sleep is facing the outside, not the yeah. inside of the bed. Same, same. So that's why I can't sleep on the other side because it's the way I face. It's the way mm-hmm. my body goes. And my body doesn't want to face the inside of the bed. My body wants to face the outside of the bed. I'm the same way, but I think it's because 
because I do this leg thing where I like have to like I'm like constantly moving all night. Yeah, I like to have my leg out and then my leg in and then That's, my leg out, yeah. my leg in. I like Maybe to just dangle. My foot out. Yes, I like dangle my legs yes. out. Dangle my legs yeah. in. I'm a dangler yeah. with my mm. legs, mm. and that's always been my thing too. Even when yeah. I used to have sleepovers from back in the day with friends, or you slept over at your friends' places, I'm like I'm a mm. dangler. I need the outside of the bed. Yeah, but not the other side no. of the outside. It's a certain yes. way to dangle. But what's interesting is some people, you know that they don't actually look at the bed and what side of the bed. They base it on the room and whether they're facing east, west, south, or north. Oh, really? So there's some people who are dimensional based on actual... Like directional. Yeah. Like it's actually based on direction for them, like a compass mm. versus the bed. Hmm. Because I've had so many friends who they have a thing and they can never face the door. They don't want to be the closest to the bedroom door. So oh. it doesn't matter to them where they are on the bed as long as it's not closest to the door. They want to be away from the door. I know others who want to be by the door. So, or what wall they're facing. What way, what direction of the room, north, or what mm-hmm. are they facing the sun as it's mm-hmm. rising or sun as it's setting? Mm-hmm. Everybody has very specific things about where they sleep in a room, whether it's based on the bed, yeah. the walls, the direction, the dangle. How about the person? All right. Oh, I, I forgot mean, about the person altogether. I don't even care. It's about so, me. So okay. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Happy Halloween. Today is the day, trick-or-treaters. All right. I want to play a little game with you. Last week, there was something uh, that we did. I was asking you that if we were part of a horror movie cast, who do you think would have gotten killed off first? That was what I asked you last week. If we were in a slasher movie, who do you think would be Gonzo? And the answer, first of all, was our producer Darren would be the first to go. Just too young and cocky. Holly, you would be second just because you're so ample in the bosom. Thank you. <laughs> She's like, you're too flirty. With a murderer? Okay, I mean, a pressed guy. Yeah, probably. Right? Because there yeah. are rules when it comes to a slasher film. Right. Right? When it comes to the slasher, if it was someone going down, and then we said, okay, producer Scott would be third to go. You're not detail orientated. You're sure. a bit too. Do, do, do. <laughs> I want beer. Okay? You guys, sure. aren't, you guys aren't smart enough. Okay, because when it comes to rules of horror movies, then I thought, okay, we got to take this next level. And big shocker, Nira doesn't get killed. Like, well, I'm horror movie obsessed. I've watched all the suspense, thrillers, everything. You know, the scream movies. I've watched every single one of them. Hello, Sydney. Remember me? Okay. Now, question is, if we were in a horror movie and it was the four of us again, Holly, Nira, Scott, and Darren. Who do you think the killer would be if it had to be one of us? Who do you think would be the murderer? I don't think you, Nira. Well, I think you're absolutely wrong. Okay. <laughs> I just don't think you could hold it inside. Really? You might get one person, like you might be able to slash one person and then you'd be like, I did it! Yeah. It's me! Right. No, like you're a valedictorian. You're too into getting good marks. Like, no, this would to like... T- Taint your record. I know, but you are wouldn't you, like that. But are you saying that maybe I'm smart and I've been holding in a certain reputation for all these years, and maybe I'm wound up really oh. tight, and then I finally release and let it go, and okay. I need to take it out on the world that I felt so consumed by? No, you're definitely psycho enough to do it. <laughs> yes. I just don't think you could get away with it's it. It's not about getting away with it. But who do you think, out of the four of us, is most likely to be the killer in this room? 
I don't even have to think about this. Darren, who is it? Nira. Uh, that's Hands my, down. That's my answer as well, is Nira. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Huh. Agreed. <laughs> and, like, I think Nira would just do the time, you know, if she had to go to prison. She'd be like, oh, well, well I'll still kill people. I just need to go to prison. <laughs> she just kill them in there. Like, I don't even think that. I actually think the whole valedictorian, oh, you can't keep it in, that's, a, that's all what she wants you to think. I okay. think that's all part of the ruse. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised to find out if you actually have killed people. Right. You know? Oh, like she's been putting up a front. Yes. Like, I'm perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm yeah. the that's princess in the family. The perfect sociopath. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. And for the same reasons again. Like again, Darren's just too cocky. Like, mm, yeah. He'd want to like I kill people and want the like the be infamous for it. Right. Want the credit as it's happening. You know, that's yeah. very like immediate gratification for like you and your generation. I'd want to post about it on Instagram immediately. See? Right. Check out the corpse. Yeah. Hashtag corpse. Like, yeah. Busted. Yeah. And again, I feel like because Scott's not detail orientated, it's just it, there's just not enough smarts into it. I wouldn't be a very good killer. No. no. You just no. get caught too quickly, too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Holly. What? No. I'm too pure. Oh, no, definitely not pure. I'm too pure. Definitely not. Holly and Mira.